Wandering through the great plains of life Things move fast, sometimes a blur Don't you let this bumpy road Separate you from the herd And when you think the day is done The sun is getting low We're all looking for something rare The great white buffalo The great white buffalo Podcast with Ben Mayfield It's like I'm like 8 years old And I'm sitting in bed And my dad's telling me this story about how Japanese Japanese used to dunk Koreans in boiling water. <laughs> They'd dunk us in there and pull us out, and we'd be all, and our skin's falling off. And then my dad goes, good night. <laughs> it's, it's the funniest story in the world. Oh, man. He's hilarious. Are you recording right now? Yep. Well, welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Mayfield. And ladies and gentlemen, we have the three musketeers in here. You know, I would say the most powerful trio I've ever thought about. Think about of a more powerful trio. Could you think of one right now? Maybe Michael, Pippin, and uh, Robin. Maybe that's a powerful trio. Robin from Batman. No, uh, Scotty Pippin. Doris <laughs> uh, Rodman. Doris Rodman. That's it. Robin. You said Robin. Rod. Rod. Rodman. Rodman. <laughs> yeah. With his hair. I that's mean, that's a, a powerful trio. That's a good trio. I'm thinking. Uh, uh, snap, crackle, and pop. Oh. That's a pretty powerful trio. Yeah. Rice Krispie, Stone Cold, Ric Flair, The Rock. Okay. Were they ever in a team together? <laughs> no. They, were, they weren't in together. No. But could you imagine? Dude, Stone Cold Steve Austin was legit, uh, like one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. That him and Sting of, of like a way to do WCW, oh, yeah. WWE. That the Stone Cold was so awesome. But Stone, Stone Cold was fantastic. I also I loved love Goldberg. Who doesn't love the Undertaker? Yeah. Undertaker is fantastic. We had a we had a kid don't, don't, when I did the music. Kansas. There was a kid. We were all like second or third grade, and uh, he got way into wrestling. And he used to tell us that his uncle was the Undertaker. Now we're not sure <laughs> if that's true or not. He probably but, made that up. But we're pretty sure he made it up. You never know. You never. You know, never know. He, I'm pretty sure he's from like Texas or something. But the, the guy who's all I know is that this kid would. Dress up like all black. He was super pale. Do you wear the hat and thing like, too, like the Undertaker no, hat? When, whenever, At yeah. And whenever Whoa. we'd like, whenever we'd play on the playground, he'd always try to do like, <laughs> like things. That was so fun. Did he? And like, did he have a chubby guy walking even, around with an urn? No, with him? Yeah. no. But, he, but even as little kids, we were like, all right, but like. Yeah. His parents drop him off in like in a in a hearse. Guy. Like he was funny, but he was way into it. We had a kid in, in my high school that was so into ACDC that he would dress up like Angus Young in that schoolboy outfit. Oh, really? Every Friday, mm. it was like his thing. He'd show up. He have he have like the little schoolboy. Uh, there were like the shorts and the yeah. knee socks. Yeah. and the little hat every Friday. That See, was, I did the same crazy. thing, but yeah. for Ned Schneebly. From, a, a, from School of Rock. That's what it, that was the outfit. Yeah, the, school, the of school of Rock. Outfit, yeah. That was that's exactly how I know that outfit. Schneebly. Schneebly. He's like, he's right on the board and he's like, Mr. Sh- you know what? Just call him Mr. Mr. S. S. <laughs> Mr. S. Yeah. That's a great movie. Dude, I, uh, movie. oh, this is Jake Riggs, everybody. What's up, buddy? Love to have him back. And then, y'all know Naders. What's up, Naders? How you doing? Um, sorry, I didn't mean it. Not introduce y'all. Well, we got into a thing there. But the we School did. of Rock, we were watching a summer camp, and this girl goes, I can, like, quote, like, every line. Which is like, okay, like, people say that, you know, you all the time. No, no, no. I was oh. like, I just took it as a word. Like, okay. And we go to watch the movie, and we're all watching it. It's like all the staff. And she proceeds to quote oh. every single 
line to a point where we're like, okay, we got it. You know it. You if, accomplished if it. that irritates you, we should probably never watch Napoleon Dynamite together. Because I can do that for that movie. <laughs> the, the thing is, I, I'm one of those people, and maybe it depends on who's it's doing impressive. it. It's impressive. I like, because like, I, I don't mind if like you say different quotes throughout a movie, but if you're trying to watch a movie and someone's just talking oh, the dude, whole time. It drives me crazy. It's like. I would never actually do okay, that. Okay, I get it. Like, like every once in a while there's an iconic line and you say something that, you know, whatever. But for some reason, if someone just keeps doing it. Hit, hitting every line. It's like, if it's a certain scene or a couple you know, scenes, cool, whatever. You know who does that? But, My father. And I've talked about this on the podcast. I love you, what's Dad. What's he do with Full Metal Jacket? Oh, well, yeah. Well, I love the smell of <laughs> napalm in the morning. Is that your dad's favorite quote? It is. <laughs> and then the movie came out. Oh. There's someone out there. <laughs> That's what he used to say <laughs> on the battlefield. Oh, man. Two-time Bronze Star recipient. But we, yeah. over Christmas holidays, he's like, hey, I want to go see a movie. And I was like, well, there's no movies, I don't know, that look good. He's like, what about this movie called Plane? It has, like, Gerard Butler in it. So I said, okay. I don't know if I heard about that one. I, I didn't I'm, either. I'm so, it looks good. I'm so aloof it's about what's very happening good. in entertainment movie business right now because I don't go to the theater much anymore. Plane is the only movie that I saw, like, I saw previews for when I went to go see. There was just some movie we went and saw. There was some movie Yeah, we went somewhere, yeah. Was it Jackass? When we, when we no, it wasn't when uh, we saw that. It was after, it was, like, the past six months. Yeah, and I, haven't, I have no clue that that was a movie. Well, it, it just I didn't really recently came out, okay. and I saw the previews for it, and I was like, that actually looks pretty cool. Well, okay. so we're in the theater, and I will say there's a couple things. I don't want to ruin the movie for y'all. Yeah, because I'd be interested in seeing it. It is worth seeing, but there was two tropes <laughs> that I thought were going to happen, and then it didn't, Ooh. which I was like, oh, it's a twist. Ver- very... Those kind of twists. Yeah, I was impressed yeah. by that. But the, not the entire time, but there were several times where my dad would like lean over and go, Hey, man, you see that plane over there? I drove one of those planes oh and like, in the, da, da, da. and it's like, Yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. Like, it's probably a very impressive story. But I'm like, Dad, now, like, we're in the middle of the movie. Now's not the time to tell it. Yeah, and there's people <laughs> you, around us. Did you end up like at the end of the row? <laughs> By the end of the movie, you just kept scooting down. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> hey, ooh. Dude, look at that, look at that truck. I had a truck just like that. He's like, well, and there's like okay, there's Dad. like guns and stuff in it. He's like, that's an M4 class one two with a <laughs> scope. And I'm like, I, I okay, yeah. Now that I know that makes this scene a lot better. Let's oh, rewind man. it 30 seconds. <laughs> dude. Uh, Sometimes when you when you're knowledgeable about things, you cannot help it. Because my wife would attest, unfortunately, because I have read Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite things in the world. Mm-hmm. And because I've read those books several times, there's a lot I know about that world that isn't a part of the movies. And so when <laughs> yeah. something happens in the movie and I'm like, I'm like, in the book, it actually happens this way. And she's like, Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shush. Oh man. Yeah. Well, today I want to mention, today is February 2nd, which is Groundhog Day. Yep. And I was thinking about this. I got up this morning and worked out with Chris Davis. Shout out to Chris. Do we know the, uh, the six more the, weeks the result? Punks yeah. and Tawny Phil well, saw well, the shadow. The one in Georgia said spring's coming in. Yeah. The one yeah, in New York said. Official. Punks oh, and Tawny oh, Phil is official. Yeah. Oh, that's the official. Oh, okay. That's the official one. They made a oh, movie okay, about okay. him. Yeah. With Bill Murray. He's, a, he's it's official. official. Is it the same Groundhog? Oh, I don't know how long groundhogs live. That is an interesting I'm question. Sure that one's not. I bet you <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I they live for a hundred years. I'm astounded by how long some things can live. 
Sea turtles. I just feel like turtles live for a long time. Like uh, maybe groundhogs in captivity. I just feel like yeah. If this isn't bugging, nah. I'll look it up while y'all are talking. <clears throat> okay, perfect. No, I think I think they probably died pretty soon. But I was thinking about this: if you were caught like today, like today's day that you just lived, because we're filming this at nighttime, what what would you do to make this day more perfect? Now that you've relived it, and you had to keep reliving like Groundhog Day, like you wake up every day and it's February 2nd, what would you do differently? My wife and I got in a fight earlier about something I said, so I probably wouldn't say that. Boom. <laughs> Make right. it better that way. I'd go get a blizzard. <laughs> it was such a good day where the only thing that could make it possibly I mean, better. like, blizzard. getting a blizzard every day, couldn't be that upset with it. Would yeah. you try every flavor, like, each day when you, like, oh, restart? Oh, if I knew it was, uh, yeah, I'd just keep doing it. I just try different things. I'm, pr- I'm, I'm pretty standard on my blizzard. Like I'm, I'm when pretty, I have a blizzard, that's the one I want every time. I'm standard as well, but if it was like Groundhog Day where it's like every day is going to be no, something different, it's hang like on. okay, hang on. I'm pretty sure tomorrow is going to be the same, so I'll just order a different flavor. Would your calories reset? That's oh, what I'm yeah, thinking. Yeah, are you going yeah, 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 yeah. to get fatter? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I took it. If I if calories don't reset, then I'm not going to go get a blizzard. I guess that's no, in the it, movie, it resets, in the movie it there's that scene where Bill Murray's just like stuffing his face with cake and donuts and stuff. Yeah. So I guess that means if we're taking that as how it would work, then I guess that means. Yeah, because if you don't yeah. age, you shouldn't that's gain true. weight. Yeah, or the whatever. You basically become reset. immortal in that. Yeah. In that but scenario. for that one day. So. Groundhogs on average live four to five years. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that groundhog uh, is dead. That groundhog is <laughs> that gr- past dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely I dead. Thought they, I thought it'd be longer than that. That's really short. That yeah, four to five. Well, you know what? I bet they're similar to hamsters. I mean, I feel I like hamsters are only like two years because uh, they're kind of rodent, rodent-ish. They're, I mean, they're rodents, that's for sure. Because groundhogs, is, that, is groundhog the same thing as a gopher? Is that, bad? Is that a dumb I want question? I say they're probably different species, but they're They're very, probably in the family. They're very similar. They, they're both, they both burrow. And Related both, to beavers as well, probably? Both, yeah, uh, I would think so. Beavers aren't marsupials, are they? That's not... I don't think that's a thing. I, the only marsupial that I know is a koala bear. Well, kangaroos are marsupials. Kangaroos. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Anyway. Wallabies? Yeah. What the heck is a wallaby? Wallaby's like a tiny kangaroo, man. Oh. I didn't you ever watch Rocco's Modern Life growing up? The cartoon? Nope. I love that. You show. need to get Paramount Plus. You need to watch yeah. Rocco's Modern Life. That show still holds up. People, people who were born in the mid '80s, you know what I'm talking about. It was great. Shout out, shout out to the mid '80s. The other thing, I, I, I have a couple of things I want to talk about today on the podcast, and one of which is poison ivy. Mm. I've had some incredible stories with poison ivy. Yeah, and I currently, you can't tell on camera. But I have poison ivy right now. We'll zoom in in the edit. Yeah, zoom in. <laughs> there it is. I have it on my it forehead. Looks, it, from here, it looks like you got in a fight. I've they had look like scars did, that you got in like a bar fight. I love that you say that because I've had like four or five people ask me if I've gotten like in a fight or someone scratched me or that I have a cat or something. Yeah, somebody was somebody was talking trash at the bar the other night, so I <laughs> broke a bottle over the bar. Yeah. We it, went at it. It said something about my boy John Wesley. And I said, We gonna we gonna we gonna square up, yeah, John Calvin. Yeah. And got him. <laughs> Calvin and Wesley. <laughs> it does kind of look like scars, but knowing you, I would never think that you got a fight. <laughs> that hurts. That hurts a little bit. But also it's because you know that I'm peaceful. And that I'm a loving person. Yeah. Right? It's I know you talk trash if there were people in between you when a fight erupted, you <laughs> would true. somehow You'd be the guy that like gets out somehow, 
And then when everyone's coming out all bloody, you'd be like, oh, what happened? Like, I was right there. And they'd be like, no, you didn't. You <laughs> ran. He hits you the ran. ground and crawls yeah. out. <laughs> He'd be like, did y'all see it? I hit him one good time. And you're like, no, you didn't. Dude, there. we could podcast about it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's like weird. I didn't get a black eye or a bloody nose or anything. That's yeah. weird. So how'd you, how'd you get what you got on your head right now? Well, shout out to the Payne family. They, Ryan texts me who's been on the podcast before and was like, Hey, what are you doing? This is this past Saturday. I was like, I don't know. I'm just at the house. He goes, cool. I'm bringing my family. We're going to, we're going to fix your backyard. And I was like, Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. So okay. so you didn't do it. Yours. He didn't engage. You didn't... He didn't engage the situation. It was no. engaged upon. Well, him. I talked to Ryan about asking if they could help at some point. Like I need help. You know, it'd be quicker with many hands, but I didn't plan that it was going to be that Saturday. And so I was like, Oh, okay. What did you, what did you planned on doing that day? That's a great question. I think at one point I was going to... on your couch, watching Tulsa King. No, maybe. Tulsa King, <laughs> shout out. It's a recent show I've been watching. It's only oh, like wait. 10 episodes. You have, so you have Paramount Plus then? Yeah. Okay, you need to watch Rocco's Modern Life. On Rocco's Modern Life, got it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we did that, and I, it that. didn't pop up until like Monday. I had yeah. Poison Ivy, because uh, I guess it was just... Took a well a second for it, it to react. It depends on the person. Um, sometimes it can show up pretty quick, but sometimes it does take some time. Well, it was funny because Ryan texted me on Sunday like, oh, dude, I think I got some poison. I was like, sucker, I don't have oh, any. He got, he got yeah, it. he got it. I was like, you loser, I don't have any poison ivy. Serious talking trash. Talking trash. <laughs> and then like the next day, it was on my forehead. I was like, ah, oh, piss. Oh, like, it's the most obvious place. And then people kind of like do like this thing where it's like, you know how girls like eyes here? It's like the guy, <laughs> the guy was like, hey, eyes are here. Because they like look at you and then they like look up at your forehead. I'm like, yeah, I noticed it. I got poison ivy. <laughs> like, like, so I had to keep bringing up to every if conversation. If you had said anything when I got here, I would not have noticed. Oh, really? That's how out of touch I was. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I put, so I've been putting some lotion it. on it and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. so maybe that's helped. And so, but I want to throw this out there. I had poison ivy once, and Jake probably remembers my ear. It was on oh, my dude. ear, and it was. It looked really bad. It, it was gross. It, it was crusty, and it's swollen like a piece yeah. of cauliflower. And that was like that was like within twenty four hours. Like it was like super bad, and like Where? my hair got crusted into oh. my ear poison. I was I know it sounds super gross. People are like, "Why am I listening?" Where to this did podcast? you Where did you acquire that? Were we doing something youth related, or did you just happen to get it randomly? I think it was just randomly outside. I don't think it was youth related. But we were like at a camp or something. This is where the life changing thing happened. Life changing. This happened in March of 2018, maybe. Okay. And when I went, that's the story that I tell is I went to the little clinic in Kroger Dawson where I went today, actually. And <laughs> I weighed on the scale and it popped up 303. And the, the, the nurse or whatever had a visible, like, whoop. Like, are you kidding? I'm not even kidding. I was like, oof. And I was like, Jeez. and I kind of went like, you need to have a better poker face. For yeah. I was like, nurse. you know me, you know, been working out. And she was like, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't believe it at all. And the, the but, unfortunate thing about that too, if you go to the same doctor's office or in your case, the Kroger minute clinic, uh, is that they, <laughs> they've seen your progression of weight up. Like if you go there yeah, and they well, have a chart for yeah. you or something. Well, this is like, my first oh, time. Uh, this nine months. Was, this was the year, right? Yeah, this was nine months. Yeah, ago, this was you the were, year. You this were was years ago. Yeah. Now you're three oh three. Yeah, and I just you're, went from my going in the wrong direction. Yeah, I went from my ear. 
that have poison ivy. Like I know what it is. Just give me the medicine every time. Yeah, and I take your temperature, whatever. Yeah. But that was when I started getting on keto because I had a little moment of like, all right, this is kind of embarrassing. Still riding that keto train? So no, but I've gotten back to a normal weight. I've heard it's not healthy. I heard it's really not great for your kidneys. Well, it depends on what article you read. (laughs) It goes both ways. You know what's also not healthy? Same, same about politics. Oh. <laughs> it depends on what article you read, how good the country well, is going. I mean, because I've read a couple of different things about it, and I think it's kind of like, I don't know, at the end of the day, maybe it's not best for your kidney, but I also know morbidly obese is also not good for your That's heart true. and everything else. That's true. So, I mean, I lost 75 pounds, and and we're about to do it with uh, one of our friends he and I and, and Chris is going to join us. We're doing a, a weight loss challenge together. Okay. And I'm pretty excited about it because it kind of gets me to live life. I think it's got to be a great uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. And they, for, But it's for sustainability. A, for, for a life change. Yeah. yeah. But then even coming off of it, I think you got to be real careful because if not, like if you go then back to normal, it, gonna it's just going to go right back. So like yeah. that's what, I think that's what happens with a lot of people with dieting is they are, yeah. they're doing this, which is definitely not. So yeah, it's got to lead to some sort of sustainability behavior, behavior change yeah. in yeah. life, uh, life change for you. For me, it was like, you know, I did keto for a long time and then when I kind of was like, I would ease off of it, you know, like eat some things that were not obviously not keto. But I never went back to, well, I say never. It took a long time for me to get back to eating like sweets. Yeah. I wasn't a big sweet guy after keto. I was like, man, I don't really need chocolate or peanut butter or whatever. So you had a blizzard again. You're like, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get back on. <laughs> wait, <laughs> do, get back wait, on these sweets. Do blizzards count? Yeah. Oh, dang it. I had blizzards while I was on keto. I thought that was, a, I thought that was like a Nothing separate category. <laughs> So, but do y'all have so, any like crazy poison ivy stories though? Um, I've got one that I can remember. I know I had it as a kid a few times, which is how I knew that uh, we were talking before this. How a treatment for poison ivy was oatmeal baths. I don't know if people remember that. Ben didn't know what that was. I did not know. You can they've got medicated like oatmeal mix that you can mm-hmm. put into a bath, and it's supposed to help dry it out. But there was one time where I was I was doing some weed eating in shorts. And it just like it sprayed. I didn't know what it, I didn't know that I was hitting that. Yeah. I was just like there was some overgrowth behind uh, my house when I was living with my parents growing up, and it sprayed all over my legs. And I remember one night just kind of like waking up in the middle of the night and be like, "Man, my legs are so itchy," and I just started like, oh, like digging my heels yes. in. I was, I was like half asleep, and then I woke up the next morning and they were pussy and bloody. And, yeah, it was mm. wild. Oh. And um, at first I thought, I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, I think there's fleas in the house. <laughs> I thought that I had <laughs> fleas and they were biting my legs. The fleas that caused my legs to puss yeah. up. And so uh, eventually we went to the doctor and they're like, oh yeah, that's that's poison ivy. So I got a steroid shot and then had to put the, is it chamomile lotion? Yeah. yeah. The pink like, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, doing that, calamine, but, calamine, chamomile. That's a tea. Chamomile yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a tea. Chamomile all over. That's right. That's oatmeal. Right. To, yeah. to dry it up, and I mean, it was just it, it. Poison ivy is just so um, detrimental to your skin's health in that you can scar your skin for life by trying to oh, scratch yeah. it, and mm-hmm. you know. And so I've got. I've, I think it probably like took off some of the hair on my legs. I'm not a super hairy guy anyway. Like. All over, like some people are. Uh, so it's just like, 
my, the hair on my legs is some of the patches of it are gone because I think I hit it too. Sometimes hard I don't scratch. I will get like a paper towel and I'll just push, <laughs> like to kind of itch it, <laughs> scratch I would, it. I would sometimes uh, yeah, I was like smacking my legs yeah. so I'm I would scratch it because I have one right now. My back. I was like, it'll spread it if you yeah. scratch it, and you don't want to yeah. do that either. Um, my dad, my dad used to tell me a story. He was a scout, and he used to tell me a story about one time he was scout camping, and he. And, you know they're out camping. They don't have yeah. toilet paper, and he wiped himself with, with what he found out was either poison ivy or sumac or oak, or whatever. Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> it was the worst thing oh. ever. Because yeah. not only does it itch, but then you're having to let doctors look at it and letting your mom like put dude, lotion dude, on it. Oh, yeah. so, oh, like, talk I, about having to get some sort of trauma therapy. So today, when I went to go to the to the doctor, yeah, she was like, "All right, I need you to take off your jacket." And I was like, oh, okay. And for some reason, I thought, normally, I was like, so I took off my jacket, and I start lifting up my shirt to show her where the poison Ooh. ivy was. She was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, showing you my poison ivy? She was like, no, I'm just here to, I just want to hear you breathe. And it turns on her, like, that, uh, is it a thethoscope? Ste- stethoscope. Stethoscope. Nope. Yeah. Stethoscope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're saying the same thing. And so, like, she puts it on, but it was just like this moment of, like, oh, 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 like I, I was literally like, taking off my shirt for her to look, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she's I was like, "Hitting your vitals." Oh, oh, okay. She and she's was, like, she's, "She's like, I know you have poison ivy. I don't need to see it." Like, she's, sorry, I, I was like, I "Oh, we were vibing." You're a doctor, and I'm a doctor. Like, I thought we were like we're vibing. That's true. So, but no, she was like, "No." I was like, oh, okay. <gasps> deep breath, deep breath, and that was it. I was like, okay. And Did they she, tell you have asthma when you breathe in like that? They're yeah, like. Dude, my life's changed. I don't even know if I have asthma anymore. How, well, I definitely have asthma. Oh. I went to the doctor. I have I have an actual doctor that I see regularly. Oh, okay. But since the poison ivy thing was like I needed it now, yeah, yeah, I yeah. went to the urgent care. You don't care. have time to make an appointment. And yeah, and wait three weeks or whatever. And so I, she gave me this thing where you take it in the morning, and it's like a long-lasting inhaler yeah. thing versus the ibuterol is like a – if you are in the asthma attack, it, it's, it's supposed more, to um, reactionary. Yeah, it's reactionary. This is proactive, Got it. and it's a different type of chemical. Bros, it has changed my life. Yeah, I'm working out with Chris Davis in the mornings, and not and, to... and I don't have to take my inhaler at all. Yeah, I mean we're walking four miles and like up up hills on most of those stuff, and it's like sweet, cool. I mean, don't get me wrong, I still like you know will like be tired. And yeah, like, yeah, of course, but I'm not like gasping for air yeah. i can sleep through an entire night without having to take my inhaler and i i was i was up how to, long have you been having to wake up in the middle of the night to do your inhaler how, years your whole life years almost. yeah my whole life Dude, i mean some nights are better than others significant obviously life change. significant life change yeah and it's been like for i guess it's only been about two months since january so right on it's been incredible i just i feel like a new man as you yeah. should 2023 so many things are happening. Yeah. Already changed. It's Already good. changed. Yeah. Go the backyard. <laughs> the, backyard. Pain, the backyard's done. Poison Ivy. We're on YouTube now. Oh, I didn't even say that. Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed. Yeah. You are watching this on video. Um, or if you're listening on Apple and Spotify, we still love you. Uh, appreciate you for supporting us. Yeah, you're just trying to get a new You got a new platform. New platform. We're also on Facebook now and on Instagram. So we're just trying to get the, the herd Bigger and better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which brings to my next topic. I had this. Well, you didn't uh, talk about 
Oh, did you have poison ivy? You didn't talk about oh, yeah. Do you have a you I, have these crazy stories? Like, so poison ivy is typically a thing that I can like walk through and not get it. Like, it, I'm not like. Have you tried? Like, you like yeah. lick it and stuff? No, I'm not gonna, lick it. I'm gonna test. Like, I'm gonna test. That. I can test, like, yeah. walk through. If if hey, go to my some, backyard I'm for like ten minutes. Some tea from this. If I break, <laughs> if I break, the, if like the plant gets broken, the oils there usually, but it my like it usually doesn't affect me too much. It's because yeah, you're yeah. so cool. Which very blessed by that but there was one day i was doing this a couple years ago i was doing yard work and there was a vine without any leaves on it behind my uh, so you got yours bed oh yeah yeah yeah. leaves yeah there was no leaves outside and it was right behind my ac unit so it just looked like a little one and i guess i didn't have gloves i was trying to weed eat and there was just it was like a little little vine and so i just went to grab to pull get it out and i guess i i did that that had to have been what it was from. Um, go to Orlando uh, the next day oh, for no. I had class down there. About three days later, I'm starting to itch a little bit. I'm like, "What the heck's going on?" Because you probably like t- touched so everything. So I had, oh, yeah. I guess, after that, I had used the bathroom. <laughs> uh, so like, I started itching all down there. Uh, all the waistband, all down oh, there. Dude, my waist and, waistband is the worst. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you're, yeah, you're rubbing your pants are rubbing constant, all the time. Yeah, yeah. like and right a, now I'm in pain. In a uh, couple little places on like my arms and leg, but just but the worst was down there and on oh my waistband. Oh my gosh! And driving back from Orlando, just, I I was yes, I was moving. I was like the most miserable I've been. It's terrible. I get to the south side of Atlanta on 75, and it's stop. Like not even stop and go, just dead stop traffic for like. Two You're just hours. like, just kill me, you, just take my life. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's it. The, God, that's I'm the ready. Only time, <laughs> the, the only time I went to get a steroid shot and get stuff, because usually like I'll get it, doesn't. Yeah, you just waited out. Like, uh, about a year and a half ago, ish, I went to go do uh, yard work at my grandmother's house in Birmingham before she had passed, and uh, I was there with like two of my cousins and. They they are like if they smell it nearby they get it like they're just so allergic to poison ivy. Wow! And uh, we were cutting some stuff. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. No big. You know deal. I'm like touching everything they're touching, doing everything. They were wearing long sleeve, all that. The next <laughs> gloves day, with duct tape on the yes, wrist. <laughs> yes. The next day they send me pictures like all over their arms, like pussy, like Jeez. all that. It, mine just gets like a little red dot rash. Can I like, that? It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't get like super pussy or anything like super nasty, uh, but theirs was like it's Rough. disgusting. So yeah. I like usually poison ivy doesn't get me that yeah, much, but, but if but it that, but, that, but that time that was enough. I was man, ooh, I was miserable. God, I can't imagine. I've had a couple where like when you're like driving and it's like at the ankle. And so yeah, like you're like yeah, you'll, you start, you'll if it's the left foot and you you drive with your right, you're like gas a little bit, scratch, 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 scratch back on the gas, yeah. scratch, scratch, back on the gas. Like, for real, God, what's that? It's the worst. It is. Bro. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. I was, I was thinking about the season of Lent coming up, mm-hmm. and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to go super spiritual in this episode, but if you don't know what Lent is, Nathan, you're the MDiv guy. What's what's, what's Lent? Well. If you wear a shirt a lot of times, like in your hair, like me, you get a lot of it in your belly button. Yeah, especially if it's a new shirt. And yeah, uh, I don't have I any. Pe- <laughs> Our friend Avery, shout out to Avery, always has lint in his belly button. Oh, I always do too. It's do just a My wife tells me I have the deepest belly button in the world. She'll like stick her finger in it. It's like it's like <laughs> knuckle and a half. Oh gosh. 
That's so probably because there's a, a lot of belly there. Jake, you tell us what lint is, because you you got the the specialty. The the real lint or belly button lint. <laughs> Either one, you decide. Either one. <laughs> I did not know we're going the belly button route, but that's well. In the in the Christian faith, it's the forty days before Easter. Boom. That we usually you spend that time in a fast of some sort. Mm-hmm. It can be from food. It can be from. Um, some sort of uh, activity or hobby that you're, you know, really into. I wouldn't say hobby, but some sort of habit that you've developed. Um, hobbies normally aren't bad things, but sometimes you can develop bad habits. Um, and you abstain from those for 40 days. And so it's usually from um, Ash Wednesday to Easter. That is correct. Sunday. So that's that's what Lent is. Um, belly button Lent, different story. Yeah. And it's like recognition of... of of Jesus God. forty days in the desert. Yeah, it can also you can also add things too if you don't want to. That's take true. Away you, can, you can start doing something that would that would um, get you closer to God, a better relationship. Yeah, with God. And that, so and I'm that... going to read my Bible every day, or I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm going to be more in prayer. Like when I when I'm supposed to be eating, I'll pray, which is normally mm. what you do when you fast anyway. Yeah, but something along those lines. And I've always been a strong supporter of Lent for my just my own personal like spiritual journey, just because for me it's I have to have something in my head psychologically that goes this is a start date, like start this date and you can do it. There's no excuses. This is the day it starts. You got to kind of give yourself and a, it has a, an end date, a timeline. Yeah, a timeline. I got it. You know, because if you go. I'm just going to live healthier. I was like, okay, well, I can start tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't made any goals yeah. in that sense. Like, you've made a very broad goal. You need to get a little more specific. That's right. I get that. Uh, and and I've done I – I went vegetarian one year for Lent and, like, gave up meat, and that was pretty cool. And during that time of struggle, you know, or temptation is the time that you're supposed to focus on your relationship with the Lord. Right. And I ended up doing it for a whole year. Mm-hmm. Like, afterwards, I was like, you know what? I still like the vegetarian – kind of like doing that. So I was a vegetarian for a year. One year I did Veto, and that was hell on earth. That's vegetarian keto. Yeah, I remember. You were super cranky. Yeah, I was very cranky. You I lost. Hard, you were hard to deal with. Uh, and I lost a lot of weight, too. Like, it was like, it was almost, it was, it was scary. But he looked sick. Yeah, I, you know, I did. I was very sickly, though. You were pale and hollow. Yeah, it was, it was rough. And so then that was too extreme. Yeah. And then like the next year I was like, screw Lent, I'm not gonna do anything. Screw but, Yeah. Like like I didn't Lent enough for like screw, three screw years. Lent. Uh I don't know if that's like I don't want to get in trouble pretty, for that. I don't know, man. Uh, Lent's incredible. Cause I'm about to do something again this year, and I thought we could all talk about something and and maybe encourage our audience who's listening if they yeah. or want to do something. I this year want to do exercise. With Chris Davis, which I'm already doing, but more so because I'm really into this trying to do a healthy uh, lifestyle. Just make yourself healthy. And one of the things we're going to do is, I know you just said it's not healthy, but me and a friend are going to try to do keto Uh for 40 days and really try to uh, do some life altering, you know, some stuff with that, but also use that time of like the temptation the struggle. I mean, food and your stomach has a lot of control over you. Yeah, and man. like I get it. And, and you think you're hungry, but you're really not. You can control more so than you can go three weeks without having a single thing of food. But we right. get cranky if we don't have three hours without food. That's well, because so we've trained ourselves. We train ourselves. We have gone. I heard somebody say this one time, and I was like, "This, this is exactly right." We have gone from eating to live. 
to to living to eat. Like it's like, mm. what do we do all the time? We're thinking about, hey, where do you want to go eat after this, or where are we going to go eat after church on Sunday, or when mm-hmm. we're going on vacation? Hey, what are the restaurants we're going to go to? We have turned eating into a an event, a luxury, instead of just yeah. being like, I need to make sure I have enough to nourish myself yeah. and keep myself going. Instead of just being like, I'm about, <laughs> like when I was in college and we would go to Buffalo's Cafe on Wednesdays because it was bash night and we'd eat yeah. 60 wings a piece. Like, okay, that's, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's called gluttony and yeah. that's not something you probably want to live into, but we we do that. I this would say impressive, maybe a little gluttony, but <laughs> impressive Dude, as well. can you imagine, it would be like, it was me and like Scott Sinkowitz and like a few other guys from Truett, like there'd be like six of us. And we go eat 60-plus wings each. It's like, we're closed. Oh, we're we're yeah. closed. <laughs> Don't exactly. come in. Were they the thin little ones? or were they? I like mean, you get drums thick? and flats, and they were the Buffalo's had pretty good ones. Buffalo's Cafe. Like, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings is trash. Buffalo's Cafe in Oakwood had, I mean, they were really good. Compared to uh, Roosters, are they the same size? I'd say they're probably about the same size as Roosters. Okay, I could put I still couldn't do 60. Roosters, I could do, I could do like 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was living a different life back then. Um, and uh, what sauce? I'm a medium hot guy. I don't go too crazy. Blue cheese or ranch? If it's at Roosters, it's blue cheese. Anywhere else is ranch. Mm. Roosters makes their own blue cheese, and it is. Yeah, it is. It is really amazing. Good. Shout out to Roosters. Shout out to Roosters. Huge sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> possibly a sponsor at some point. You Just should. some wings. I don't know. You should I mean, get in there. Yeah. You are called will, a great uh, Buffalo podcast. They sell buffalo wings. Ben, you really need to get in there. Yo, hey, Roosters. Don't don't point it them there because they may not be watching. You need to go to the restaurant. Roosters, this is my personal pitch right now. Listen, you have Jake, legendary wing eater. Hey, here's here's the pitch. We film an episode every Friday at Roosters. At Roosters. We do eat Roosters a lot. While we eat wings for free, plugging in. Can you imagine? Like, if that really happens. I would totally do that. And they make a sauce named after. The Great the, White Buffalo dude, Sauce, the G, that's what they call it. The GWB I mean, sauce? It'd be like an Alabama White Sauce for the wings. Ooh, dude, yeah. That'd be unbelievable. Oh, my lantern. Guys, we're having a, we're having a marketing we're, meeting we, right now. Listen, we need, we need to make <laughs> this. The president, the president slash CEO slash owner of Roosters, whatever you want to call yourself, the supreme leader of Roosters, reach out to us. I went to, I went to high school. I don't think it's still this way, but I went to high school with friends with a girl whose parents owned Roosters and coming. <gasps> Wait, is it not the I, same I one in Dahlonega? Uh, was there more Cumming, than two? Cumming was the original. Yeah, Cumming was the original. And they opened oh, okay. Dahlonega. I guess it's owned by the same people. I don't know. I haven't talked to this girl in years, though. But I can hey. see if I can make a connection. I don't know if they're still on that place or not. Well, I imagine they do. Yeah. Who's uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know if they can figure it on the mic. I was trying to clear my nose. Can't breathe. It felt like it was, was a part of whatever yeah. comment you were but, making. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can't breathe. <laughs> and, and now that we're on YouTube, it's like... When we were all like we were just you Apple can, and Spotify, I can my, lean off and like blow my nose and no one know. But now we're on YouTube. It's like, uh, there are times, like literally, yeah. literally last week. If you notice, there's a time where I kind of went over here. I was like, <laughs> kind of like blew my nose off. Like, see if my notices. That's when you need. You, we'll talk about this later, I guess. That's when you talk about your editing strategy. For yeah, some my of your edit- episodes. No, um, bro. I think I think it's it's all genuine content, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, man, you're just being. <laughs> Lent, oh yeah. I don't know how we got to roosters. exercise roosters. Uh, there you go. The other part with exercise and the dieting and working out. The other part that I really want to do is social media. Yeah. I, wanna, I I struggle with this a lot, 
And we're, I mean, that's another little topic that I had that I wanted to talk about. But I struggle with validation from social media. I get my feelings hurt. Yeah. I'll say it sometimes. And I don't, and it's stupid. And I know it's stupid. It's like, I don't, I will give, I have a social media director, shout out to Gracie. So I'll give her all my login info so she can post things about the podcast or whatever. So that will still go. So if you're like, oh no, what about podcast? Right, That'll right. still happen. But I don't have it on you're my phone. Gonna, yeah. It's it, like if it's for a business or something, I can understand. Okay. I need to be on that to make sure that the business is doing what it's supposed to do. You're talking about personal things that you post or mm-hmm. seeking some sort of like looking at the comments or the likes. How many likes did I get on this thing? Yeah. Kind of stuff. You're talking about dropping that. Yeah, absolutely. You, you and I should, I, I can help, I can help you be your, um, uh, what do you call a thing where it's like you're somebody's, uh, accountability, accountability. Partner yeah. For that. Thank you. <laughs> like a, like a well, stroke. Well, <laughs> Nathan, Nathan hasn't done social media in a long time, right? Dude, I am yeah. the, wor- I have Facebook. I am the worst social media person. I never post anything. Yeah. I never comment on anything. I listen to uh watch videos on it, podcasts and stuff like that. I don't do anything. That's what that's what my Instagram was for when I had it. I got off of it I think 2 years ago. Yeah. So uh but it was like I you could take one little slide and you'd be at the bottom of my Instagram cuz like me. I never posted anything. I, I was never like did strictly a consumer. It, I did not. It was literally it. there for me to stalk people and just check in on people. That's yep. it. Like that's yep. that's, that's all, all I was. do with it. I don't. Well, I don't engage in any of that kind yeah. of stuff. My biggest thing with social with Instagram is if you look, I don't know if you have Instagram, but this is the Buffalo page. Let me get back to mine. So you had this thing called a Discover, which is like this little magnifying glass. Uh-huh. And it has like all these like nerdy updates of like oh these That's movies are coming like, out. It's stuff you've liked. Yeah, the pages you like. And they like they know like oh here's Star Wars content, mm-hmm. you know whatever. And it's like I want to see this, but so, but nothing Pokemon? else. Is that Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I got this Pokemon there. There's Power Rangers, Star Wars. This is Pokemon. Are sure this is yours? Oh yeah, bro. Well, here's That's, the other thing too. This is the middle schoolers. This <laughs> is the middle schoolers but, Instagram page. Well, it does have you a lot of houses. Yeah. You can buy houses? Um, no, not can, not these I don't houses know if you can that one. or that, that one. Uh, it's got some mansions on there too. Yeah. But I don't that, get on Instagram a lot anymore. But that's kind of the one thing I'm going to miss is more of the uh, the discovery of looking at things that I, I'm interested in versus the other yeah. Stuff. There's there's probably other ways you could just you could do that. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out for you yeah. if you're looking. So like at some point, I Instagram became. Um, me looking at I my wife and I went to Ireland a few years ago and I fell in love with that place and so now I follow like several Ireland uh, pages mm-hmm. and Instagram pages and stuff and they're just posting like scenes of that country just like of nature yeah. and of beautiful mountains and rivers and waterfalls and that's the kind of stuff I'm into I like uh, to see yeah. that kind of stuff I mean God oh, yeah, it's Iceland too Iceland if you oh. you should go look up like pictures of just what they got going on in Iceland that place is Beautiful. Isn't that when they did The Secret Life of Walter Minty? Oh, no, no. I never saw that movie. Oh, so good, dude. Is it really? Yeah, with okay. Ben Stiller. It, yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I, uh, that's what I use it for now. I'm, I'm just like the worst at like <laughs> keeping in touch with people yeah. and commenting on people's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I'm hoping that taking off social media and, take, and doing the exercise, I'm just trying to get healthier mentally and physically. Yeah. You know, and I think seek, that will affect Seek spiritual. affirmation from the person who's actually already affirmed you. Oh, how um, was that? Was that rough? It was actually, um, at the first couple of days were rough, 
but I made it through the entire thing. It's the longest I've ever done anything like that. And I think, and, and I started to feel really good toward the end of it. And then like my, and then like Easter was over. I was like, let's go get a blizzard. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I can do it now, but I think I want to do it again. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsor. But blizzard. I want to, I want to try to come up with a, a sustainable path after to be able to mm. like, you know, sometimes I can enjoy things, but I don't want to just be like, I just want a Coke or I want to eat like a bag of Skittles or whatever. I, I just want to like, if I don't need it, I, I don't want to, I don't want to ingest it. You know what I mean? It's almost like, I get that. Not just with a food thing, but a, with a lot of things. If I don't need it, I don't want to ingest it. That's like shows we watch. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about Tulsa King. It's a great show, but like there's, there's a lot of violence and language and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I, I go back and forth with that because I feel like, there are certain people who are affected by that kind of stuff more. Um, I have a, I feel like I'm, I'm really firm, firmly rooted in reality. And I understand that that's just a TV show and that's not real. Mm -hmm. And I try not to let that kind of stuff affect me. I go Rocky Balboa is playing a New York mobster. Got it. It makes sense. (laughs) It makes sense. It's just, yeah. Rambo is playing Rocky. So like who's playing. If I see violent things, it doesn't make me want to go out and be violent at somebody. That's just not how my mind works. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. you have to be self-aware enough Nathan's to know. Nathan's not the yeah. same way. He plays Call of Duty. <laughs> and he goes around Delonica. Did you watch that that uh, <laughs> that Santa movie, Violent Night with David Harbour, and then dye your beard white no. and go beat up people? I also heart. saw that <laughs> movie with my father. Very good. <laughs> Very good. It, it's Very good. Actually, it's actually really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> fun <laughs> movie. He thought he was like... He's like, Violet Night, I don't want to go see a horror movie. And I was like, I don't think it's, it's a, horror not a horror movie. <laughs> and he watched the trailer and he immediately takes back and was like, I'll pick you up at one. And I was like, all right, nice. <laughs> what about you, Naders? You've been kind um, of quiet. I haven't, I haven't really thought much. Uh, Lynn usually comes and goes for me. I just kind of either forget about it or I just, um, I mean, I know Lynn's happening, but I, I don't ever really usually like. Just don't dive into it very subscribe much. Subscribe to anything. Yeah, he's already um, subscribed to Jesus. I know uh, Mount Bethel used to do something kind of cool with their youth. You'd have to ask Chris about it, but they, I forgot what they called it, but um, they, for Lent, uh, they would like eat what they want, do whatever, but then it was the rest of the year that they gave something up. Oh, so reverse was, Lent. Yeah. So it was like for the 40 days, they like, You'd eat meat or whatever it was, but then they'd do that, day. and they would they would do it the rest of the year, and a lot 40 of the, blizzards in a row. A lot of what's, the youth would do it. What's healthier? One guy gaining ten pounds in forty days. <laughs> one guy, Max, gave up. Uh, he gave up. So- he only drank water, and uh, for, for forty days. No, no, no year. the the year oh, after. Yeah. Then, after then, then, he, he drank did a that. Coke. No, no, he for probably as. He did that one year, and for the next, like, two or three years that I knew him, he only drank water. He never had anything else to drink after that. Now, that may have changed ever since then, but um, I'm not sure. But he did that first. It changed his life. Yes, it changed a lot of things. And so, and a lot of students actually used to do it, which is really cool. Um, I haven't really thought about it much. Um, I probably should think about it. Yeah, there you go. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, my, I don't think about a lot. Thing, my whole thing with Lynn is that typically... <laughs> Say it, Nathan. Say it, Ned. Usually my thing with Lynn, <laughs> it becomes about me giving up something mm-hmm. more than it is about the whole reason you do it is to grow closer with Christ and be That's more true. aware of Jesus. 
Yeah. And what I normally find is that people are like, yeah, I haven't eaten meat in like three weeks and I'm just not going to eat meat. And it's like, that's cool. That's fine. But it's like, have you gotten closer it, to God? The, the whole point is like, I just want to be with Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole idea of like, okay, you fast. And all I'm thinking about the whole time is, and yes, yeah, so a part of that is your hunger and all that. But it's like, all you're really thinking about is your the food instead of being with Jesus. It's kind of like, I remember my mom used to say, um, she used to say like people, because we grew up just kind of middle class, if that, like lower middle class, paycheck to paycheck, that type of stuff. And she used to be like, yeah, they may have money, but you know they don't have happiness, whatever. So I grew up always thinking like, oh, rich people aren't happy because they have so much money. And then I realized, you know what? You can be absolutely poor with no money and still be thinking about money all the time. That's for sure. You don't have to have money. And so the whole the, thing of it is... It's not just not having the thing. Yes. It's, it's figuring out the meaning behind Behind everything. Right. And so for me, a lot of land up behind it and a lot of great things to do with it. It's just I know I'd always... Anytime I would do something, it felt like I was just trying to do a thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I'm committing this to the Lord, but was I like, was I really, or was I just yeah. not trying to do yeah. something? When you when you were craving meat, did you stop and pray? Um, what's that one pastor out west? Judah Smith. Judah Smith in Seattle. Judah. Smith, Judah. He wrote a book, um, and uh, one of the analogies he writes in it is like when you play golf. Uh, I think it was. It wasn't. Arnold Palmer, I think it was Jack Nicholas that said, uh, "Was it Arnold? I can't remember." One of them had said, <laughs> "It was a golfer." The the last thing, like the thing that you should be thinking about in your backswing whenever you're hitting the ball, the last thing in your mind shouldn't be "Don't hit it into the lake or into the woods." It should be thinking about, "All right, nice smooth swing, just hit it in the the fairway." Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're so focused on not doing like the thing. we're so focused on the sand trap or so focused on the the water, so focused on these other things that when we hit it into there, it's like why are we why are, why are we surprised that we're hitting it there? That's the last thing we focused mind. on it. Yeah, and so Judas Smith's whole thing is like in golf, you should be focused on hitting it into the fairway and focused on the flag, getting the ball to the flag stick that sometimes we deviate into the woods or whatever. And that was the same thing. Sometimes we're focused on not sinning so much and focused on that temptation or sin that when we fall into that way, it's like, well, we were so focused on that then focusing, (laughs) keeping our eyes on God. You've missed the point. Yeah. 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 It's like you should be focusing on Jesus. And I think a lot of that stuff will just go away. Yes. And I think for a lot of people, it, it does some great stuff. Um, and I think sometimes, like everybody, we all miss the yeah. point. But for me, sometimes I think uh, the times I've done a lot of stuff, um, fasting and all that, not necessarily like for the 40 days of Lent, um, but I've done it throughout different things. And sometimes I do really well of it. And then sometimes uh, I feel like I'm too focused on the thing than I am God. I would say yeah. like when I did the vegetarian thing <clears throat> way back in the day, and I did it for a whole year afterwards. I think, yeah, you're probably right. I was more focused on the vegetarian thing than the Lord. I was, was 2011. I was like still a brand new Christian, so I probably didn't mature enough. But I know when I did the veto, I had a lot of conversations with God. Like I had mm-hmm. like God, I'm physically struggling, and 
I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. There's sometimes where we're just like, like, no, I, I didn't. I gave up social media. Look at me. Like, and then 40 yeah. days later, you pop back on. Like, I'm back. It kind of defeats the purpose. But there are. Some, I think the Lord works in really cool ways. Where like the Lord did the ultimate sacrifice for you, like to live in an active sacrifice of like I am struggling right now brings new perspective and a new appreciation for the Lord. I think that could be really cool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's um, the thing is life is a struggle at times too. It's not, even though we're in the presence of the Lord, doesn't mean that it's easy or doesn't mean that it's like, never said oh, well, it. it's joyous. Never said it would be easy. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole point, like even in the struggle, it's great um, as you're leaning into, like as little as it may seem, is it social media or not eating meat or whatever it is, it's a struggle to give up things that you're hooked on or that you really, really love. Yeah. And so, like, I, I think there's some great stuff there that in the struggle, it does deepen the faith, even when, because, like, you're going to be fixated on it a little bit because it's it's somewhat of an addiction if, that you've got to break. become ingrained. Yeah, and it, so there yeah. there is a lot of that that is very healthy and very good. It's just I yeah. haven't really participated in it as much. Well, I do. um, Big deal. Yeah, no big deal. And if we just want to encourage people, man, if you're thinking about giving something up, giving something or taking something on to focus, what is your focus? What is your intentionality trying to be about? Is it strengthening that relationship with the Lord? Is it saying, you know, I want to grow in different ways and rely on you in different ways than I have in the past? Like, how can I lean on God and recognize? I think it's some. Corinthians, it talks about like, uh, I could be wrong, so don't quote me, but I think it's in Second Corinthians, but it says like in our weaknesses, um, you're, you become our strength. That's right. And so like, and it's okay to identify that we have weaknesses. Like it's okay to say I am yeah, weak and you, got, you can be my well, strength. Well, it's good to give strength. up some, yeah. I mean, think about the young rich ruler who came to Jesus and was like, Jesus, what else, what do I need to do to inherit the kingdom of God? And Jesus is like, well, you know, don't commit adultery, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And he says, I, I follow all that. And he's, he said, what else do I need to do? And he says, well, go sell all your possessions and follow me. And he goes away sad knowing that, like, I just can't give that one thing up. Yeah. And Lent is a great opportunity for 40 days to the thing that's like, I really don't want to give this up. Like, I, I really am afraid to give this up. This is who I am. This is my yeah. identity. This is how uh, I do everything. This is good this is my life, and it's a great way to like. <laughs> he so, walked away sad, knowing he basically said, "Jesus, you have all of me. You can have everything of me." Or he said, "Here's all that I'm giving to you. Here's what you can have." And Jesus says, "I don't want just that. I want your whole life." Yeah. And then he goes away, knowing I can't give my whole life to you. Yep. And so many of us, yeah. and this hits even for me, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's hard, dude. Jesus, yeah. I'll give you these parts of my life. But not all of it. But when he asks for all of it, it's like, but all of it? Like, I can't do that. And yeah. I think Lent is an opportunity for that 40 days of like, man, yeah, Jesus, I'm your follower. I want to do that. But if there's something he's like, but I want you to give this up. For a lot of us, it's really hard, and we want to say, you can have those areas, but I, I don't want to give that area. Because if you're if you're living into something, a habit or or something that is like that's what defines me, and that's what makes me who I am, then you're not living into the path that has been laid out for you. Because our defining factor 
should be that we're children of God. That that should be it, and that He is our portion. You may be blessed with things or money or whatever it is, but you get to a point of what Paul says, whether when he was in prison, and he's writing to the Philippians in chapter 4, and he says, I found the secret to life, and that's it, whether I'm hungry or whether... I'm full, or whether I have or I have not, no matter what I, what's going on, I found the secret of life is to be content. And I think when we live into the abundant life is that we found that whether I'm sick or whether I'm well, whether I have money or whether I'm living on a strict budget, whether no matter what's, whether I have a girlfriend or boyfriend, whether I have a spouse or I don't, whether I have uh, this community that I'm content with God and that abundant life leads you. Doesn't mean you don't have goals. Doesn't mean that you so, don't have wait, Content in life means to be abundant. That's why I just, when you say live in life and, and life abundantly, Yeah, I just didn't know what that, what that abundantly Well, meant. abundant life means that this, anything this world has to offer, Mm-hmm. Um, it pales in comparison to what God may give you. I see. And I so see, I in see. that, okay, okay. you can live into an abundant life that's not... I don't believe in the prosperity gospel. I don't believe that you pray or you give and you're going to get... Uh, <laughs> like, you give two, 20 bucks, you're going to get it tenfold back. Yeah. Well, but I do believe... I've, I've done a lot of investment in that, so I'm I do hoping. believe... Have you got it in back the, yet? No, no, I no. do believe that in the <laughs> giving, <laughs> what happens is... Um, as you continue to give and tithe and do that, you recognize that it's God who gave me this. For the, everything I have is God's, and you know what? This isn't going to be Lord over my life. It's one of those things. It's kind of like uh, Lent when you're giving up something. You're giving a part of what you believe is yours, saying, "Oh, this is God's first. And so, what happens is, as you follow God more, you live into a peace and joy that is abundant. And so the abundant life isn't a, um, I don't believe the abundant life just means like physical things, like I'm going to get more money or get this, but what you do get is way better than anything the world has. I felt like I've, you you know, you've used that since I've known you and I've, I've known the heart. I just wanted you to kind of clarify to some people who might be listening and not Mm -hmm. know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Live abundantly into that, that peace that God, that joy, that 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 only God, nothing else can, I mean, think about it. Like nothing can satisfy the, the like my social media seems like I get a lot of, uh, self-worth or satisfaction from it. But the minute someone unsubscribes or there's too many likes or there's common hits, I'm not trying to hit you. I'm just saying there's a lot of people that have that, that, I mean, I even had that when I had a lot of it, um, or when I was on social media, but it's like, okay, well, that may give you this glimmer, but it wasn't meant to fulfill you. It wasn't meant to give you. And so many of us, we think that those things really will continuing to chase after all that. And what it keeps like bringing back to us is not what we think it's promising. Mm -hmm. Jesus, however, what he promises, he does fulfill and that abundant life that he gives, man, it's so hard. It's we want to hold on to what we know, even though we know it's not working, because it's we're we're comfortable. Um, it's what society or culture says is normal. Yeah. But man, yeah. when we can let that go, it's difficult and hard. But man, what we do get in return is true life. All that other Absolutely. stuff is just gonna 
pass away. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to fade away. We're going to move on from this planet, and that stuff's not going to be... My treasure's in heaven, man. Dude, That's I, all I want to think about, is yeah. what, what my life's going to be like after this one. Yeah. And the best I can do here is to try to live like Christ and to encourage somebody else to maybe seek after that life, too. That's the best I can do. Absolutely. Yeah. Well... Gosh, we're getting into some thick stuff, but we have to wrap it up. So, Naders, Jake, thank you all for being here on the podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having us. Uh, we will we will forego, because I think we kind of went a little long. My computer shut off, which means we've been for for a while. But I just want to throw it out there. We appreciate you all listening, supporting, uh, subscribing to our YouTube page, on Apple and Spotify for listening. Amazon Music apparently someone texted me and said they listen on Amazon and Dang. I don't and I don't shout out Amazon Music, so I got called out for that. So did you know that Amazon Music? Did what's you know up? That Amazon Music is exclusive uh, to Garth Brooks. Wait, like, like Garth, you can only listen to Garth Brooks on Amazon Music. You cannot oh. listen to it on Spotify, Apple, anything else. I did not know that. You can't get it. Yeah, it I don't know what made me think of that. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of that. But uh, uh, yeah, Garth Brooks only on Amazon Music. Garth Brooks, huge listener. He's actually uh, he was supposed to be on today's episode, but we didn't run it. We didn't have time. Yeah, sorry, Garth. We're gonna sorry, Garth. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Next That's week, right. he understands. Uh, we love you, Garth. And don't forget, we love you and we appreciate you listening to the Great White Buffalo. Like podcast. the video. Surprise! Subscribe to the video. Click the bell to get all notifications on the video. I gotta say that more often. Yep. I don't say that. And share this video with your friends too. You can comment too. That all helps everything. And share this clip right here. You can only see that if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. What the crap? <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. See you.